When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Browns have a new special teams coordinator, and I got a guy who played with them. We're going to get the insight. What are we getting, Browns fans, with this new special teams coordinator who played in Cleveland previously? Some future NFL bets and a whole lot more coming up right now on The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Cut back by Chubb. He's to the 10. He's still running to the 5. He dips outside left. He's going in. Touchdown. What a run. Nick Chubb. It's going to be sick. Welcome, everybody. Hey, we're getting ready for the NFL Scouting Combine, NFL Free Agency, post-Super Bowl. So we're in that in-between time. But luckily for us, the Cleveland Browns made some new surprise firing. Mike Prefer gone. Bubba Ventrone, Raymond Bubba Ventrone, who played with the Browns as a special teams ace, is in. So we're going to learn a little bit more about him. We'll go over his qualifications. Looks on the surface, folks, to be a nice upgrade, a much-needed upgrade for this Browns special team unit. And you know what? I was going to have this, this guest on anyway because, well, he's former NFLer and a heck of a host himself, but he also played with Bubba, so the timing worked out perfectly. Host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, you can check out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Let's bring in the man himself, Ross Tucker. Ross, how are you, Andy? I am fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on your show. And yeah, uh, Bubba was a rookie with New England in '05 when I was there. I guess that was my fifth year. And then he was back again the next – I think he was on practice squad. They might have elevated him for the last game that year. And then the next year, 06, he was there again as I was in training camp until I got traded to the Browns for a uh, for a conditional seventh-round pick when the Charles Bentley tore his knee up, unfortunately. So, yes, um, I remember Bubba well. He was extremely well-liked in New England – very well respected, super explosive. Um, I think his brother ended up playing at Villanova as well. They're both Pittsburgh kids, ended up playing at Villanova, playing at a really high level. And I was very proud. You know, it's very hard when you're an FCS guy, I can speak to that. When you're an undrafted guy, I can speak to that <laughs> to kind of carve out a career like he was able to. So pretty remarkable. He was able to have the playing career that he had and then parlay the respect that he earned during that playing career into a coaching career, the likes of which, I mean, he's basically considered as good of a special teams coordinator as there is out there to the point where obviously Stefanski felt like there was an opportunity to be able to make an upgrade, and he did it. Well, he's got the Colts special teams ranked in the top 10, four out of the five years with Indianapolis, now adds the assistant head coach title, to his repertoire, has said publicly wants to be uh, built towards that head coaching style. And Ross, tell us a little bit about this when you get players, because you have team guys, but not everybody can translate that into a coach. Why do you think Bubba 
is such a good coach and special teams coordinator. Obviously, he's played it, but again, that doesn't necessarily translate. Wayne Gretzky was a terrible head coach. He was the best who ever did it in hockey. So how how does how do you feel he translates that success from the locker room as a coach? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times, I mean, first of all, once the guys know his background and know how he earned it, that immediately gets you a lot of respect. I mean, let's be honest. He's not the biggest dude. And you look at him, you think, that guy played a good chunk of time in the NFL. He must have been doing something right, right? He must have known something, uh, some way to do it. And I also think, you know, there's one reason why I feel like lesser players uh, become better coaches is because they had to work for everything they got and they have an appreciation for the process that it takes to maximize one's ability, right? Like I think I probably could have been a pretty good coach. I mean, I had nine offensive line coaches in my career. You can see all the helmets behind me, all the teams I played for. Um, But You know, I really felt like I became the best player I could possibly be. I was not, you know, tremendously naturally gifted. I think probably every category, I was probably below average in terms of the physical measurables at the combine, which is coming up and the pro days and stuff. Um, But I was uh, well above average in terms of football IQ and uh, toughness and mental toughness for the position. And I think guys like that, that fit my profile, that that's the Bubba Ventrone profile. And so that enables him to have the passion that resonates with the players and also gives him the ability to try to help all those guys, every guy on the roster, every guy that's there reach their ceiling as a player, whatever that ends up being. Uh, Ross, I think that's a tremendous point because you're able as an undrafted player to, like you said, really appreciate it. Not to say the first overall picks don't work. Of course they do. But these guys, they they can never take anything for granted. You could be gone. You're not a draft capital pick. You could be gone in an instant. So that work ethic, and especially, it also takes a special mind to be not just on special teams, not just successful, but enthusiastic. Like Van Trott, I remember watching him for Browns. That dude zipping up and down. Like he is into it and loves it and to have that to be named captain as well of the brown special teams unit like there's there's a special type of person to do it and special teams coordinator ross i want to get your take on this i don't think necessarily get the credit they deserve because you don't just deal with offense or defense you're dealing with both and sometimes in between guys you have to deal with the whole roster potentially well yeah a couple things there good points andy one of which is He knows what a good special teams player looks like. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like he played in New England. He played in Cleveland. He might have played other places. I can't remember. But he knows the ingredients you need to be able to have success because he did it, which I think really helps quite a bit, right? Like just his his knowing the type of person that it takes. And and when I say person, I mean that, right? It's not – not just the talent, it's the it's the mindset and the type of person you need to have. And I know like when I was playing, um, I had a extensive routine of when I got there in the morning, how I took care of my body, you know, cold tub after practice every day, all those types of things that I think, you know, he can instill in the special teams units. And listen, 
you know, most off-season shows, and it's a little different for you, Andy, because they just hired him. Yeah. But, you know, I do a lot of sports talk radio, and I have over the years. Nobody ever calls in about the special teams, man. <laughs> they don't. Like, That's like right. before the draft, <laughs> nobody's going to say, we need to get this special teamer. Or in the summer, yeah. I'm worried about the special teams. But then you know what happens? Um, you know, Kadarius Tony has almost a punt return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And it's a big reason uh, that contributed to the Eagles losing the game. So special teams, you know, nobody cares about special teams until they're the reason why you lose a game. Yeah. And then everybody cares about special teams. So for the Browns to get what they obviously believe is, a, is an upgrade, and it must be a significant one because I know how Stefanski feels about Prefer. Mm-hmm. So to do that tells you just how much he thinks Ventrone can upgrade those units. Absolutely. In conversation with Ross Tucker, former NFL player, host of the Ross Tucker podcast, and does a whole bunch of other media all across for NFL. Let's switch it up a little bit. Talk about some offseason NFL storylines. You brought it up. NFL free agency. But I just want to get your take quick on the Russell Wilson story where it's like he wanted Pete Carroll fired. He wanted the front office fired. And instead they're like, nah, we're going to get rid of you. And it looks like This time last year, obviously, we're having the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks tank uh, for a first overall pick. Instead, Geno Smith comes in, lights it up, and Russell Wilson looks awful. What do you think of that story? Remarkable. Every aspect of it, remarkable. I mean, when they traded him and I saw what the Seahawks had on the roster, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And honestly, Andy, Seahawks fans said to me, it's fine. It's a rebuild year. We're going to be bad. We're going to draft our next quarterback high, and and then we'll be ready to go again in 2023. It's just one bad year. Well, I laughed at that because, as Browns fans can attest, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Just be bad and then get your franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. Yeah. If only no. it were that easy. It doesn't happen like that. Um, but a funny thing happened. Geno Smith didn't get the memo. Um, Geno Smith made the most of his opportunity. I give him a tremendous amount of credit for that. I saw where Russell denied that he tried to get those guys fired. My guess is the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe he made it very clear that not that he wanted to get them fired, but that he didn't want to leave. But he didn't want to be there anymore if they were there, right? They're, they're, you know, yeah. a lot of this, I think, is semantics. Yeah, there's some stuff in between. Um, we only got you for another few minutes, Ross. So I want to talk about this Browns defensive unit. You bring Jim Schwartz in, a lot of success. Uh, Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator was in Cleveland at the start of his career as basically a gopher to Bill Belichick back in, in when he coached the Browns. But the key to that defense really begins up front. And the Browns desperately, desperately, need defensive tackles. And there's some good ones in NFL free agency. We got Javon Hargrave, uh, Deron Payne. Uh, there's Fletcher Cox, you know, a couple Eagles in, in there uh, as well. Um, do you feel this is a case where if the Browns can get that D-line right, that this team, because you look, they have pro bowlers, they have stars, but it just seems like it really just needs to come together. Well, you know, first of all, um, Deron Payne's not going anywhere. So I wouldn't get your hopes up there. They're, they're going to franchise tag that dude. They're not letting him go anywhere. So 25, um, he's right there. Oh, that's uh, you know, the uh, the the Eagles guys are interesting 
because the Eagles have a lot of free agents and they knew they would. And, you know, I do their preseason games on TV and their pregame on the radio. Um, Hargrave had a phenomenal year. He's an awesome player. I mean, the last couple of years, he's been an awesome player. Schwartz knows him because I think did they overlap yes. in 2020. Yeah, they I did. I think say. for one season they I think for one season they did overlap. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. Yeah, 2020, I think they um they overlapped. And I, you know, I, I know Schwartz from doing the Eagles preseason games. People in Philadelphia really liked them. It's interesting because Eagles had a lot of success defensively this year, but there were people that still didn't feel like at times Gannon, uh, Jonathan Gannon, the new head coach of the Cardinals, was aggressive enough. Schwartz is going to stop the run. And then Schwartz is going to get that D-line to get after the quarterback. But you're so right, Andy. He, he needs the D-lineman. I mean, he needs them. He has yeah. to have them. He doesn't like to blitz that much. He wants those guys to be able to get there. Um, I would expect the Browns to hit it both in the draft uh, when they get an opportunity and certainly in free agency. Uh, I'm sure you guys talk about it a lot, but I would imagine D-tackle is the number one priority for the Cleveland Browns, as it should be. Yeah, for free agency. You pretty much need double dip on free agency and probably draft another guy too. Uh, last one for you here, Ross. Deshaun Watson. You mentioned when they draft eventually. Well, the reason that is because they gave all the picks to, to Houston again this year. No first-round pick, no third-round pick, no first-round pick next year either. Ross, to me, it comes down to this. Deshaun Watson just can't be good or okay or middle of the pack. This guy has to be a top-five quarterback in the NFL, or this trade is a total bust for the capital they gave up. What do you, what do you feel about uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah, no, I, I guess I understand that. But if you look at the history of the Browns over the years, if he's a top 15 quarterback and certainly top 10 quarterback, you really go down and list who those guys are. If he's a top 10 quarterback, honestly, it will have been worth it. I mean, to have five years, or I guess really it'll end up being, what, four years yeah. uh, of a top 10 quarterback – um, I think the Browns would be very happy, especially considering he wasn't even close to that last year when he came back and played, right? I mean, right. he wasn't even a top 20 quarterback when he played at the end of the year last year. I think having a full offseason, all the reps, being this harder, I think he'll play better. I do. I, I think he'll be top 10. Top five's tough, bro. I mean, Mahomes, hey, I Josh Burrow. I mean, Josh Burrow. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. You know, Hertz played so well this year, and yeah. Eagles have a very good team around him, but he played very well. Top five is tough to crack, but he might be top five. I do think he'll be top 15. I think there's a pretty good chance he's a top 10 quarterback. And if he does, the Browns are going to the playoffs, and the Haslams are feeling very good about that trade because then after that, they'll have made the playoffs, they'll be back in the mix, and they'll have three more years of a top 10 quarterback to build around. You know, it's funny, Andy, every team out there, right? It, the, the, there was a big risk financially and whatever. Let's say you knew for sure that you would get five years of top 10 quarterback play. Let's just say you knew yeah. that. I think almost every team in the NFL would make that trade and would pay that money. Yeah. If you could guarantee that you would get top 10 quarterback production for five. Now, there's no guarantee, so you can never really know that. But if you can guarantee that, there's a lot of – I mean, the Jets would line up to do that. 
Uh, the Carolina okay. Panthers would do. I mean, I could go down the list of teams that would do that right now if they could, if they knew for sure that they would be getting that. Yeah, absolutely, it's a good point you bring because especially the, with the, the Browns did it me. even with all the off the field stuff with Watson. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what? Now you get to build a, a customized offense with Kevin Stefanski in the offseason. He was just plopped in this year, so you get all that rebuild out. And boy, from the Browns' history of quarterbacks, Ross, it's uh, you know, we haven't even had top uh, fifteen, top twenty most of the time. So you know, maybe I shouldn't get too greedy there. Uh, as, as we let you go, you want to tell us that we want to hear about myfrontpagestory.com. Yeah, just real quick. Um, I know it's past Valentine's Day, but a lot of people have anniversaries coming up and Mother's Day will be here before you know it. Honestly, Andy, a buddy of mine started the company, the best gift I've ever seen. Like, hmm. you talk to the writer about your wife or whoever, your mom, it doesn't matter. They write the most unbelievable story. It's framed with a picture of her or the two of you. Looks like it's on the cover of The Plain Dealer. Like, it looks amazing. Huh. And to be able to give it to them, like, people don't know what to get their mom for Mother's Day. You know what I mean? Like, people don't know that. People don't know what to get their wife for their anniversary or birthday. Just trust me. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. Um, I can't tell you how many people did it for Valentine's Day or, like, the holidays, and they're loving We get so many emails from people saying it's the best gift their wife ever got. Myfrontpagestory.com. Trust me. I, I'm that's cool. Okay. I, you know what? I might have to, my wife doesn't watch my stuff anyway, so I'll probably be able to sneak it in. <laughs> Mine, so neither. Fine. Mine doesn't either. Mine she doesn't says, I either. hear you enough. I hear you enough anyway. I don't need to watch you too. So that's fine. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, and, and of course, uh, the Ross Tucker podcast too, right? Ross Tucker football podcast. Yeah. So we're in off season mode. So it's three times a week, uh, 30 minutes. Yeah. I have Greg Cosell every week, which is awesome. You nice. can check out my social media. Oh, Andy. Check out my social media at Ross Tucker NFL because I tweeted about pierogies and people, Cleveland people are loving yes. it. They're all over it. I, you know, there's going to bring that Texas, up. Texas, California, Florida, like they've never even heard of pierogies. Where I don't know if you're from Cleveland, but like I'm from Reading, Pennsylvania. Like I thought pierogies were the same as like milk and eggs. You know what I mean? Like I thought everybody knew <laughs> about pierogies. pierogies. So you got to check it out at Ross Tucker NFL on social. I know you guys went legal recently, so Even yes. Money is the betting podcast. I was up 35 units this year. It was amazing. Fantasy Feast is the fantasy podcast. I got a lot of podcasts, dude. Just go to uh, <laughs> at Ross Tucker NFL on any social media platform. I love it. Yeah, and I saw the pierogies post. I love pierogies too, man. I've had so him, good. I've, I've had him in my buddy, my buddy's Phenomenal. from Johnstown out in Western PA. He actually made those for us. Ooh. I was crushing them. I mean, love now it. he put an unhealthy amount of butter in there, but whatever, dude. It's not like I'm doing it every night. It was Come so on. good. Yeah, you know, you have a diet uh, diet cola with it. You're you're balancing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ross, listen, this is a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Let's do it again soon. Thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for reaching out. Thanks for having me, man. I, you, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I truly believe you can make a strong argument that the Browns have the best fans in the NFL. I love when you guys are good. I love when you won that playoff game a couple years ago. And I'm hoping, uh, hoping Stefanski can get you guys back on track again. Amen. Amen, brother. All right. Let's do it again soon. Thanks, Ross. Thank you. Thanks. There he is, Ross Tucker, former NFL player. And you heard it. Just go to his Twitter account, man. He's all over the place. We love it. We're going to come back with some NFL futures bets and some other Browns talk coming up right here on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Big thanks there to Ross Tucker. Hey, I I'm pretty pumped. As I guess as pumped as you can be about having a new special teams coordinator. I think the fire, too. That's the thing, that the fire in him. It's such a nice compliment 
to Stefanski's vanilla sort of quiet, even keel. You have him. Schwartz is a fiery guy too. This could be a nice blend. And like I said, getting my get my old notes out here. Yeah, Ventrone uh, led the Colts to special teams to top ten rankings in four of his five seasons. Now compare that to what Prefer had. So Prefer, when he came in under Freddie Kitchens, remember he was the one year before Stefanski inherited the 30th ranked special teams, then came in first year, improved to 13th. So that's good. You know, in the, in the playoff year with Stefanski, then uh, went to 28th, 30th, and then 18th this past year. And the 18th doesn't sound too bad, but really if we think of it, and it was a weird year for the Browns special teams, right? Cause while there were lots of gaffes, Jets game, not recovering onside kick anyone. But there was also, they had three special teams players, the special teams players of the week. Punter, kicker, and kick returner with Donovan Peoples-Jones running one back. So you had that blend. And really when we look at special teams, punter, Bajorquez, check, you're good. Long snapper, Charlie Hewitt, no problem. Return man. This is interesting because Jakeem Grant, does he come back from that? serious injury does he not do they go in a different direction i would like to see them as as well developed as Donovan people's jones became i would like the browns to have a proper specialist at returner because Donovan people's jones never did that in college he was learning on the job grant has made a career out of it you know or, or other guys and this is why the timing is perfect for ventrone to come in because the browns will be heading to uh, Indianapolis for the combine. And he's going to be able to be there for Monday where linebackers start. And a large part of special teams is made up of linebackers. So you get Ventrone in there, going to be able to help with the uh, interview process from that standpoint. But really, I, I want that actual niche returner. Not someone you have to teach. It doesn't work. And we have to do better than just hoping, like Browns fans, how often the past, what? Well, pretty much, what, three, four years? Have we just hope on special teams that the guy catches it? That's an acceptable expectation. That's unacceptable. Our goal shouldn't be just, I hope he doesn't drop it. And when he catches it, it's like, okay, fair catch. No, we need more. I think Bubba Vetron brings that. And he has head coach aspirations as well. It's a great landing spot here. He comes back, has familiarity with the fan base, team city, and all that good stuff. So I think that... That's fantastic. And Prefer is going to be fine. Good Cleveland guy too, right? He, he loved coaching. And let's not forget, he was the head coach on the sideline when Kevin Stefanski was home with COVID when the Browns beat the Steelers in that playoff game, in that wildcard game. So we can never forget that. And there, that's always a special part in Browns fans' recent memory and hearts uh, with Prefer there. So he'll be fine. He's a special teams lifer. He'll land somewhere. He's good. No problem. And those coaches' contracts are guaranteed. He's getting his money. Don't worry about him. Um, I wanted to look at this from our buddies at Betfred Sports. And guys, of course, you know, Betfred Sportsbook in Ohio. Come on now, right? This is the spot. Keep an eye out if you're in downtown Cleveland. We're going to do a lot of stuff in Canton as well, the Northeast Ohio area. I'm helping the Betfred Sports guys get things lined up at local bars and establishments, downtown, suburb area, all that coming for Betfred sports events. A lot of that is coming. So keep an eye on that on my social media at AndyMC81 on Twitter, at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMCSports on Instagram. And this is where you're going to be able to, you know, interact, read drinks, you know, get some bonus stuff. But in the meantime, just go to the link in the show description here. 
sign up, register. Incredible bonuses. This is the sick podcast. Those are sick bonuses you get. They have different varieties, boosters, bonuses all over weekly prizes and contests you get entered into earlier in the year. As you remember, gave away Bengals Browns tickets, signed Nick Chubb jersey, autographed. There's some cool stuff here. And all you got to do, register, make that first deposit at the link in the description. That's it. Make sure you don't miss it. So click notifications on, share the link. Always like that. Leave a comment as well. But I wanted to get to this on the Betfred Sportsbook. Comeback player of the year odds. This caught my attention. Now, the favorite in the clubhouse is DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills at plus 250. Now, if that dude steps on the field and does anything of note, he's winning that award, and rightfully so. My goodness. all the, We know the story and everything he's overcome. But if, for whatever reason, takes time away, it doesn't work out. Deshaun Watson, folks, is plus 3,000. Okay? Plus 3,000. So you put 100 bucks down, you get 3,000. Pretty good odds. And we know that really the world, social media, NFL, they love comeback stories. They love to build stars up, tear them down, and then build them up again. And certainly Deshaun Watson's done his own tearing down of himself through his actions or alleged actions. But Deshaun Watson comes out, balls out, gets the Browns to the playoffs, wins a playoff game. That's a real possibility right there. And plus 3,000? I don't hate that. Right? They got Who's another plus 3,000? Kyle Pitts? Baker Mayfield has better odds than Deshaun Watson. Can you believe that? Or old buddy Bake, plus 2,500. I'd rather put five bucks on Deshaun Watson than Bake. Baker, love you, baby. Got my autographed Baker rookie card right up there. I'm hoping uh, you do well so I can cash that in one day. But how, what's Baker going to do? Deshaun Watson has the talent to do it. Plus 3,000? I like it. I think that's a good spot. Let me know where you think he should land in the comeback player of the year. You know, you got Von Miller plus 1,800. You can check those out, Betfred Sports. But let me know in the comment section, social media too. Let me know. What do you like, right? Also, if you're a boxing fan and Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight this Sunday, go to my Twitter at AndyMC81 and check out. You can win a free copy from our buddies at Fight TV. Going to be giving away an AEW Revolution pay-per-view next week as well. So just keep an eye on those things too. But this is a, a very good week for, for the Browns. The disappointing when Ross said that Deron Payne's probably going to be franchise tagged by the commanders. That sucks. Well, the Andrew Barry better figure out something. You better figure out something. Because if you don't get Deron Payne, which I still hope we do, but if not, Hargrave's got to be the target. If he doesn't go there, then where is it? Fletcher Cox? You just can't have some guy in a defensive tackle. We need two. And to draft somebody. Like, this has to get get creative. So I'm getting a little nervous here. But at least you got all the coaching staff in place now from the coordinator level, and they'll sprinkle in their own guys. But next step is the combine. Okay, we're going to have combine coverage next week on next week's show. Sort of dive in. And this is a great spot, too, where we can see, okay, where are those players that might fall to the Browns in the second round? Fourth round, fifth. That's where Andrew Barry needs to really hit. No more messing around. Got to get rid of that non-Pro Bowl record here, okay? You, you need impact guys day one because you don't have that first-round capital. So we'll get into those players as well with the uh, NFL Scouting Combine starting Monday. We'll cover that, get a full look into it on next week's show. Also, any news of NFL free agency and all that. And, of course, get your, get your Betfred Sportsbooks in, folks. Some fantasy football news coming up in upcoming weeks as well. So there you go. 
Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to Ross Tucker for the whole crew here. I'm Andy McNamara. Make sure you subscribe and you've been watching the sick podcast with Andy McNamara. Go Browns. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google play and Apple podcasts.